there's nothing worse than a leader who never gets it wrong, or at least claims never gets it wrong. We all take risks. We all sometimes get it wrong. And we have to own that and accept that. And if we do, if we are able to embrace that, we're talking about how we can encourage people to challenge our ideas openly in front of other people so that we can better, but the important part is that those mistakes make us better. If you're an owner, if you're a CEO, if you're a member of the C-suite, you can create this even within your team. Even if you are the head of a, a department or a division, you can create. So hello, welcome to the Hospitality Leadership Podcast. And today we're going to explore how you can be more vulnerable in your leadership. Now, we've heard the likes of Brené Brown, Tony Robbins go on about the importance of vulnerability. But what does that actually mean? What does vulnerability mean for you as a leader in today's leadership environment? And that's exactly what we're going to talk about today. And we're going to share some ways in which you can embrace it and start benefiting from with your teams and your business. So let's start off first. Let's look at why it's important that we embrace vulnerability in our leadership. And it isn't only in leadership, it's in anywhere where we're wanting to create real connection, real lead or real relationships with people. That's where it's really important. So vulnerability plays a really big part in that. And that is because it builds trust. So if you're wanting to develop trust or develop that relationship with one of the people you're leading, without trust, that's never going to really come to fruition. So when you are vulnerable, it shows your human side and it, you're almost more relatable to someone. There's nothing worse than a leader who never gets it wrong or at least claims never gets it wrong because we know a leader who never gets it wrong doesn't exist. We all take risks. We all sometimes get it wrong and we have to own that and accept that. And if we do, if we are able to embrace that, then we get more leadership currency or leadership capital with our people. So that's one thing. It can also start to develop your psychological safety or the psychological safety within your team, within your culture. And what that then does is that embrace or allows people to embrace innovation. They're going to take, not so much take risks, but they're going to start exploring other areas of the business or other ideas and ways of doing things because they know that you as a leader are someone who tries to push the envelope, who embraces the, the fact that you make mistakes. And that allows other people to do it. And it also allows them to share their ideas without any fear of judgment. And ultimately, you will start producing better ideas as a leadership team, as an organization, if you can embrace vulnerability. Other things that helps is decision making. You know, people see that you're open to challenge and, and scrutiny and feedback. When I say challenge, I'm not talking about anything that is, um, you know, undesirable. We're talking about how we can encourage people to challenge our ideas openly in front of other people so that we can better, you know, get to that better end result by the fact that we've had people who've challenged our way of thinking as a leader 
And, you know, nine times out of 10, you will get a better solution when you open yourself up to that. And that's all this is great. But, you know, when we start thinking of actually your personal growth as an individual as well, taking that step from wanting to avoid being seen to make mistakes, which, you know, our society sets us up that way. That's how we're set up. We are pre-programmed to show no vulnerability, to show no weakness. And when it comes to, you know, leading and having influence over people, which is what leadership is, having that ability to show that you are like other people creates a really, a really strong connection, really strong relationship with the people you're leading. So that being said, how can we today from, you know, as soon as you've listened to this episode, what can you start doing that will allow you to embrace being vulnerable with your people? And again, this applies not only in the workplace, you know, your social situations, anything where you are interacting with another person, you can benefit from showing an element of vulnerability. So number one, I want to start with, you know, and we're starting small here, but maybe try sharing uh, an experience or something you've been through that's ever so slightly outside your comfort zone. Now, I'm not talking about huge, you know, really deep things here. I'm talking things that are maybe day-to-day in the workplace that are, that's challenged you and that you felt challenged and show your team that these things, you know, that they're experiencing as well. This is the point here. We're sharing experiences that our team themselves have experienced. So if it's a challenge with work, a challenge with an interpersonal relationship in work, whether it's, you know, that promotion that you went for three months ago and you didn't get it and the challenge you went through off the back of that, little things like that will be will all help you to build trust and develop a connection with your people. The end goal here is to allow you or to put you in a position where you are in a better or you have more influence over your people that allows you to lead them better. So the more that we can do that, the more we can develop that connection, the better it's going to be for you as a leader. It makes your life easier. So number two, let's focus on growth. So when we're sharing the vulnerabilities, always try to frame them as learning opportunities. So it's not always, there's always something positive that comes out of any challenge we go through, any, any difficulty we have, there is always a positive from it. And it's a great mindset thing. And again, as a coach, I, as a leadership and mindset coach, Certainly with the CEOs and and C-suite executives, a lot of the work we do is on mindset and it's looking even in, you know, the case of a challenge that you may use in this situation, it's about flipping your mindset into how, what's the learning opportunity from this? How have I grown as an individual? And if you can do that for your, you know, when you're sharing vulnerabilities, it's showing people that you are still learning. You're learning from that experience and, and how it's now shaped you as a leader. And what we, what we want to encourage here is people in our teams that embrace 
the fact they make mistakes, but the important part is that those mistakes make us better. That's what we're going for here. So, and number three, I want you to, or I want to at least encourage you to listen, but listen actively. So this is really in the, in the point where if you've got people in your team that are, they may be doing their own element of starting small when, you know, anything around sharing their own vulnerabilities, starting, if they're starting small, I want you to really focus in on that. And the, the important point here is, is that we have to show them that they're being heard, especially if they're sharing it in a group environment. But even if they're not, even if it's one-on-one, it's an opportunity for you to really show your people that you listen to them. All too often when we're working with leaders, their focus is on operations. Their focus is, is not with their people. And, you know, 95% of leaders their day is taken up with operational challenges and we neglect the people side. So these are great opportunities when people are opening up even, you know, whether it's in your one-on-ones, really make sure that you are creating that safe space for people to provide, you know, for open communication, for, you know, feedback to come through either for, for you or for you to give feedback to your people. and. You know, actively listening without judgment and offering support can do absolute wonders for your leadership. And more, more often than not, if you do those first two that I've just, with the first two points that we've just spoken about, if you start doing those where you are starting with small, you know, challenges you have, and also how that's helped you to grow because you've gone through those challenges, you will start to see the conversations within your team where people are going to start doing exactly the same. And ultimately what this does, this is all about trying to create a stronger, more resilient team. And it's the work we do with our clients is all around how can we create this culture? And it's not any particular culture, but what it is, it's a very resilient, very tight knit culture that we can create through our work that we do with organizations, whether it's a small team or even company-wide, the goal here is to create stronger, better connections between the people that are working towards the goals of the business. And that is precisely what we do. And that's precisely what vulnerability plays an important part in, is developing those teams that, you know, you may have experienced it in the past. They're so fleeting. They're so few and far between these organizations, but it doesn't mean that you can't create it in your business. If you're an owner, if you're a CEO, if you're a member of the C-suite, you can create this even within your team. Even if you are the head of a, a department or a division, you can create a phenomenal, what we call microculture within the wider macro culture of your organization. So don't even feel like you are restricted by the overall organization, if you want to start applying these things for your team, you can do it. And, you know, you can do it in as little as three months. You know, it all depends on, again, what we call the cultural inertia. So how much does it take to change from where the direction you're in now to the direction you want to go? But the important part is, is you can do it and you can do it from demonstrating the behaviors 
yourself as a leader and encouraging others to do so, whether that's above you or below you. And if you can be, if you can be a culture agent, if you can be the person in your organization that knows how to drive culture, knows how to move it from A to B in the direction that the people around you, the senior leadership want, you'll be really valuable to an organization because, you know, they pay huge amounts of money to step outside and, you know, bring in outside consultants. Whereas if, and again, that's how we are different, you know, at Cafe Hustle Hospitality, which actually to be said is, uh, we've got a name change coming up, a rebrand, which I will obviously let you know of very soon. But the important point here is, is we step in to, to help the existing people create the culture they want. We're not uh, a consultancy that will come in and say, do this, do that, do the other. And you know, paint this picture of a great culture. We actually come in and we teach you as leaders how to shape your culture. And it starts, uh, it's one of the behaviors that really starts with vulnerability. I hope this has been helpful. Hope this reframes for you what vulnerability really means, why it's so important in leadership, why it's so important in relationships. We've got to keep that in mind. But I hope this has been helpful. And I'd love to hear from you about what it is that really shaped or if there's anything from this episode that you take and use or if something that we've spoken about has really shaped how you've changed direction, let me know. Andy at thecafehustle.com. I always love to connect and communicate with you as our audience. But until next time, I've been Andy Jones. Thank you for joining me on the Hospitality Leadership Podcast.